Welcome to the Reality Revolution. I'm your host, Brian Scott. Today we're continuing our series from How to Think Like a Millionaire and Get Rich by Howard E. Hill and the 15 Steps to Riches. So far, we have covered the law of accrual and in particular, the law of accrual and how it works for you. And then we had covered how to develop a money consciousness in a recent episode, we had how to engage the success cycle. Today's episode is what the attitude of expectancy will do for you. This is an incredibly important part of the millionaire mindset. The idea that you expect good things to happen. This creates a vibration of faith and allows you to work within a powerful positive mindset that has immense and wonderful potential. Expect good things to happen. You should be expecting it. Just like you expect Christmas on Christmas Eve, you expect the presents to be coming. You know they're coming. It's that feeling of expectancy. What the attitude of expectancy will do for you. This precept may appear to be unimportant. In fact, most persons confronted with this simple directive tend to brush it off as so much hokum or sentimental matter introduced for the purpose of effect. But when the real truth is known and understood, a whole new way of life can be revealed to an enlightened man or woman within a matter of hours. To begin with, a true attitude of expectancy cannot be properly implemented until certain forthright and positive acts of will are given the force of dynamic mind power. Should this sound a little bit heavy, I have some disturbing news for you. You haven't read the half of it yet. In order to be thinking like a really successful millionaire, a certain mental house cleaning must be achieved. To do this job effectively, the conscious mind must be cleansed of all that is unworthy. This includes one, hate, be they petty or great. Two, fears, be they founded in fact or imagination. Three, resentment, be they founded in petty slights or very real grievances. And four, superstitions, be they founded in fun or fearsome relics of the dark ages. In other words, release the past from your consciousness, regardless of the sources of your displeasure or the depth of your dislikes. This is a king-sized order, but it can be accomplished within a matter of minutes if you sincerely want to think like a, and be a millionaire. All that is required is a simple act of powerfully motivated willpower. Once this cleansing process has been energized by a determined and strongly declared affirmation, it must be sustained. In order to give meaning and direction to this newly acquired way of life, Every assault made upon your conscious mind by the four snares must be met with a vigorous and overwhelming counterattack. In other words, once the mind is cleansed of rubbish, keep it free of the filth that eats away at your power to attain a richness of mind and your ability to acquire and hold great wealth. How to be prepared for riches. It is true that in the beginning it will take some real doing to keep the mind free and clear of these undermining thoughts. But there is one delightfully bright and inspiring result that is soon in evidence. 
With each repulse of these downbeat influences, the attacks of negativeness will begin to wane until finally the mind is able to develop a true and completely valid attitude of expectancy. When this is accomplished, you can then truly assert, with great emphasis, 1. I am grateful for all of the good that has come to me this day. 2. I know that I am going to win because what I want is right for me, my customers, and my associates. 3. I know that I am now being enriched in body, mind, and spirit, and my store of wealth is being increased this day because I am now prepared to accept my good fortune. When you have really activated all of the suggestions that are offered for your use in this important step, you will have truly acquired an attitude of expectancy that will not be denied any accomplishment. The whole meaning and import of your life will begin to take on a newly high energized vitality when all things will be added unto you. How long this will take is hard to say. Some persons have witnessed the miracle of change within one day, while it took other persons a week or even a month. The reason it is difficult to give you an accurate answer stems from one fact. No one knows how deeply embedded in your mind are the self-inflicted distractions of the past. However, once you get a glimpse of the truth about yourself, you should never falter for one second longer than it takes to organize a counterattack of powerful affirmations. The results will speak for themselves when your thoughts turn into things. Now that you have learned the easy steps to strong affirmative thinking, you can only wonder at the abysmal negativeness that seems to prevail. In fact, you will feel so elated over your newfound awareness that you would like to shout it from the housetops, but you should be fully conscious of the skepticism that would greet such an antic. To begin with, this positive attitude, this anticipation of achieving greatly can be given an energized push forward every time you increase your capital by as little as one cent or add to your store of working knowledge by one dynamic thought. The trick of growing here must be sustained by an unrelenting attitude of confident growth. The attitude of expectancy can only expand and mature in a mental soil that accepts no thought but increase, regardless of any untoward circumstance that might develop. Perhaps it will take some doing to create this pose, especially in the beginning when the mental climate still has an overhang of the blues. But it can be accomplished, and with comparatively little effort, but it can be accomplished simply by having a power-packed affirmation ready to counterattack any tendency to give into the intrusion of a downbeat idea. In this way, your thoughts can turn your way of life into all the things that build growth and increase. How to do a right about face. This command is familiar to all persons who have suffered through tedious hours of close order drill, but in the field of mind power, it possesses a connotation that can't be ignored. Walt Newman, a moderately successful salesman, got this message one day when he lost a fairly good-sized order simply because he wasn't fully prepared for contention with a customer, and worse, he had to admit to himself that he didn't expect to get a valid signature on the old dotted line anyway. 
as he walked out of the man's place of business, he demanded of himself, what in blazes is the matter with me anyway? Since he was alone, the question was purely rhetorical, but in that moment of self-evaluation, Walt determined to find out. Later in the day, and quite by accident, while Walt was waiting to keep an appointment with a customer, he picked up a copy of Millionaire Magazine that contained a small part of the material you are now reading. When he had finished studying the piece, he couldn't help but declare out loud, So that is what is the matter with me? To say that the queen of the reception desk was startled would be putting it mildly. In any event, Walt made up his mind right then and there to write about face. He would think only positive thoughts. He would always expect to win. And he would never, never make a call again when he wasn't fully prepared to talk to the customer in terms of profit and advantage. From that moment on, his sales began to climb. So much so, in fact, that before too long, he was the fair-haired boy of the sales department. And a year later, when the sales manager was promoted to a branch office assignment in the East, Walt stepped into his job. When you know how, it is easy. There are nine ways to counterattack any invasion of ideas that are contrary to the attitude of expectancy. And the basic cause in all these directives grows out of one single, easily acquired state of mind. Always expect to win. There can be no deviation from this success stance, regardless of the turn of events. The trick is to find some good in everything that happens and keep right on going. It is precisely as one wise philosopher put it, it isn't how hard you fall, it's how high you bounce that counts. Now let's get on with the job of making the nine points of progress part of your daily growth pattern. Positive preparedness. This particular mental pose has two parts. One is always to be prepared with a positive program of action, and the other is to have a powerful affirmative declaration whenever the slightest taint of discouragement creeps into consciousness. Like a dark cloud, these attitudes can sneak in on us when we are not looking mentally. Yet unless they are blown out instantly, they can quickly overwhelm our thoughts with so many ideas of defeat that we lose all perspective. There are many ways to forestall this hazard of downbeat thinking, but the one that I like to tell about came from a delightful personality in her late 80s. It seems this charming little lady was harassed with the usual platitudes of gloom like it is the Lord's will. No matter how hard I try, everything seems to go wrong. I never win anything. That's the way the ball bounces. One day this person, let's call her Clara, found that whenever she thought of flowers, she just seemed to light up inside like a Christmas tree. Before too long she discovered that whenever the inevitable thoughts of disaster began to intrude, all she had to do was think of her lovely flowers and whammo. The blues disappeared as if by magic. In the beginning, Clara relates, she was thinking about flowers most of the time. But as she grew in her new awareness, she was able to get out of her mental flower garden and reach a new level of consciousness. From this point on, her progress was fantastic. Her health improved almost overnight. Her family finances were soon in good order, and she had time that she had never seemed to have before for church and club activities. Perhaps flowers aren't your particular cup of tea, 
But somewhere in your consciousness, there is a key that will release for you the positive power of always expecting good things to happen to you, and they will. Not always, perhaps, but you will be better able to cope with adverse happenings and thus be back in the race and running again without too much loss of valuable time. Anticipation. Learning how to always anticipate all the good that can come to you is one thing, but knowing how to rev up this feeling to its maximum pitch is something else. The reason why this highly energized emotion is so essential to the millionaire level of awareness is this. An attitude of expectancy creates new and powerful forces of alertness, vigilance, astuteness, and eventually foresight. It is just as I heard the brilliant editorial writer Arthur Brisbane once tell a complaining writer, if you don't expect to win, you won't. However, there is a catch to this seemingly ingenious phrase. Anticipation takes you up to the door all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, but once the door is open, it is absolutely essential that you have another highly desirable goal ready and waiting to pursue with ever more expectation, else you are not truly thinking like a millionaire. This truth demonstrates precisely why a blueprint for growth and progress is so necessary, spelled out in terms of increase for tomorrow, next week, next year, and so on until your ultimate goal of achievement is fulfilled. Always reach for new ideas. This mental stretching process is a must. This does not mean that you must promptly implement every exciting thought that comes to you, but it does mean that this attitude of always expecting to discover the pot of gold in the next idea that strikes you is an extremely valuable attitude. The sorting process can be likened to the old miner patiently shoveling a heap of gravel into his pan and then swishing it around until the nuggets shine forth ready for his eager fingers. This very high plane of consciousness is the pad from which most great fortunes are boosted into the multi-millionaire atmosphere of realization. Guided Curiosity This trait of character isn't the easiest one to acquire. It takes guidance. However, once you have your directional system working for you, you will think that your career is being propelled by a million pounds of jet thrust. So powerful is this attribute. The simple rule that must be activated is this. I will be curious only about those things which are clearly for my own good, be it growth, progress, or money. Empathy. In recent years, this word has been brought into general use by writers and lecturers in the inspirational field. Basically, the idea is to get readers or listeners to think more about the other person and less about himself, which is good because in this manner, we are able to escape the bonds of selfishness. But let's add a brand of new thought, the idea of understanding the feelings, attitudes, and motives of other persons for the purpose of finding out where the trends of human interest are drifting or likely to explode and so get there ahead of them with the product or service in ample supply. Don't blame the other guy, blame yourself. This is a tough directive to swallow, but when the truth of this guideline is absorbed, your forward progress will take on so many new dimensions that you will be amazed. Why? Simply because this is more often an excuse rather than a bona fide reason. 
Let's take a closer look. First off, when something goes haywire with our plans, the easy tendency is to blame the result on the weather, another person, untoward events, or an imagined conspiracy. While it is true that any one or all of these alibis might have a grain of truth, the real facts all point toward you as the offender. When you are looking, planning, and thinking ahead like a millionaire, you will be anticipating all of the contrary moves that can be made by your so-called friendly contemporaries or the vagaries of nature. Or face up to the fact that you are not fully prepared for contention. Then, and then only, will you be able to see light in each of the succeeding steps. In brief, you will always be fully prepared for any eventuality and thus be fit mentally and physically to cope with any act of deviousness or a normal turbulence in the weather pattern. I once spoke along these lines to one of my classes at Alhambra Evening High School. When the period ended, a salesman approached my desk and declared, Wow! That was an eye-opener. No more alibis for me. I am going to be the best darn salesman in the world. All this time, I've been making excuses for myself for not making quota or completing all of my calls, but no more. True to his word, this man dug in with so much will that within three months he was leading the entire sales force of his company in sales. And within eight months he was promoted to field supervisor with a smart increase in salary plus fringe benefits that he never previously believed were for him. Learn to ride with the brakes. This is a skill that requires a sensitiveness to timing and alertness to the natural rhythms of plus and minus factors in your life pattern and the learned ability to stand up and ride when all signs are go for you any person with even an average awareness of his luck will know instinctively when things are breaking well for him when this rhythm of events is riding high for you be prepared in my own experience i always have four or five things going for me in preparation for these favorable times I make written or telephone inquiries, work up proposals, or offer suggestions that will include me in should the idea be accepted. When I am suddenly aware that the success rhythm is about to roll, I drop everything and bear down hard on all of the plans, projects, or enterprises that I have created with the result that on more than one occasion, all of my created ideas were accepted. However, even if only two or three of my plans or suggestions bear fruit, I have taken another giant step toward my goal, simply because I have learned to ride with my natural rhythms of good luck. Since I first read A.H.Z. Carr's book on how to attract good luck, and a recent book on the subject of biorhythm, I have passed this idea on to numerous friends and acquaintances. Persons who have accepted the idea as valid have reported fantastic success with the plan. In fact, one man who listened is well on his way to becoming a millionaire simply because he learned to ride with the brakes that came his way. Look beyond today. The person who is always thinking in terms of money performs one mental exercise as a matter of habit. He looks ahead. This act of bringing the future into focus can be accomplished very easily when three reducing lenses are pulled over the rose-colored glasses of unwarranted optimism. First, you estimate trends. 
That is, find out where people are going so that you can take them to the selected destination. Secondly, direct your full attention to any and all opportunities offered you with selective curiosity and then apply the acid test. Will this move advance my career or make money for me? Third, check it out. That is, you ask questions, discreetly of course, so as not to reveal your purpose of all authorities that might be able to supply you with helpful information. And never, under any circumstances, buy a rush act or a high-pressure sales pitch. It is always well to remember that 999 times out of a thousand, a worthwhile opportunity will wait until tomorrow. Learn to hold on to your hat. Obviously, the gesture that is suggested is mental, but it requires balance and maturity. When success hits big, and it will when you follow the 15 steps to riches in an orderly manner, there's all too often an uncontrollable urge to fly off in all directions. At the moment, I am thinking of the career of John Ludlow. It seems that this chap took these several discussions seriously and applied all the steps in full force with startling results. John was operating a small electronic shop with one helper and he was aided by his wife in the office when her services were needed. While he was a skilled craftsman, most of his work was in repair or installation. By applying the rules for selective curiosity, he one day got the idea for a little innovation that changed his life almost overnight. He applied for a patent and from that moment on, first contracts and then money flowed toward him at flood stage. But John couldn't take the sudden affluence. He fell victim to illusions of grandeur, indulged in not one but three extramarital affairs and took to looking down his nose at former friends. In fact, he made a complete fool of himself. Before too long, his wife caught on to what was taking place and promptly sued him for divorce, at the same time taking a huge chunk out of their bank account. John was jolted only briefly. He now had more time for behaving like an offbeat juvenile, although he didn't drink more than occasionally. Through his other acts of intemperance coupled with a failure to attend to business, he lost control of his enterprise, and shortly thereafter he was booted out for a host of causes. Today John is working as a skilled laborer in one of the space laboratories, a completely defeated man, all because he couldn't hold on to his hat. Success, especially big success, is heady stuff. Only the well-balanced can take it with any degree of equanimity. Consequently, I can only urge that you apply certain disciplines and restraints to your conduct as your fortunes begin to climb. And climb they will. For such is the truth of the natural laws of increase that are now being revealed to you. Remember that the 15 steps that are now being spelled out for you are not derived from the career of any one or two persons, but from the experiences and comments of many successful men and women whom I have known during the years or have had the privilege of interviewing all of them in the top brackets of business, finance, or politics. The observations that were imparted to me were born of contention, sometimes bitter experience, and often from a vantage point of a keenly honed hindsight. When you have established a sound and positive attitude of expectancy, you'll be adequately prepared to take the next step forward towards money awareness. 
It is true, you can make it without expecting to win, but there will always be something lacking in your efforts without this essential ingredient. Summary. One, in order to develop a true attitude of expectancy, a mental house cleaning is the first order of the day. This means the mental act of booting into oblivion all hates, prejudices, fears, resentments, and superstitions. Secondly, letting go of the past with its cherished memories of wrongs that have been suffered requires a fully matured mind and a mental stance that is aimed directly at $1 million or more. Three, in the days of medieval chemistry, scientists worked diligently at the task of turning base metals into gold. But in this enlightened day, you possess a miracle power that is far greater than the skill so vainly sought by those early day alchemists. You possess the power to turn your thoughts into anything you want, be it gold, outstanding success, or an accomplishment of enduring value. Four, today you can make a right about face and head for your first million. All you have to do is believe that you will win. Five, there are nine easy ways to counteract any mental invasion of negatives. Make them a part of your working equipment now so that you can go forward into a bright new future. This is probably my favorite chapter in the book because not only does it speak of the importance of expectancy, but it gives really good advice on how to build that expectancy into your daily life and overcome some of the major roadblocks that seem to come up in the process of engaging the success cycle towards riches. Right off the bat, if you're going to be in that vibration of expectancy, then you need to get rid of your resentments. You need to get rid of your hates. Let go of all the conspiracies that you're into, even if they're true. Because it puts your mind away from being the locus of power. And there's some good affirmations uh, three important ones. I am grateful for all the good that has come to me this day. I know that I am g going to win because what I want is right for me, my customers, or my associates. And I know that I am now being enriched in body, mind, and spirit. And my store of wealth is being increased this day because I am now prepared to accept my good fortune. And really, expectation puts us in a state of preparation. An attitude of expectancy will not be denied any accomplishment when you really activate these suggestions there's no way to know how long it's going to take for you to get that thing that you expect but being in that state of expectancy may be the key to speeding it up and making it happen in your life there is nine suggestions that are given that make it easier to amplify your state of expectation and move towards that wealth consciousness that Howard Hill teaches. Positive preparedness, being prepared in a positive way, anticipation, always reaching for new ideas all the time, being curious for the right things, being guided towards and curious towards things that will develop and enhance your own growth, progress, or money. Empathy. 
feeling what other people are experiencing. And the big one, don't blame the other guy, blame yourself. It's super easy to find an excuse for any failures that you're happening in the world, but then you don't have the power anymore. Assume it's all your fault. Take responsibility for it and blame yourself if you're struggling. And you got to learn to ride with the brakes. You go with things that happen in your life and you got to learn to ride with the brakes. You look beyond today and you learn to hold on to your hat. Once you are successful, you maintain this attitude. You don't get too high on yourself. You don't waste it all. He gives a fascinating story that I've seen so many times where somebody becomes successful. They let it get to their head. They think they're the best thing ever. They start to judge other people, look down upon them. They get crazy with their money. They spend it in the improper ways. Maybe they drink too much or they have affairs or whatever, and it all breaks down for them. So once you reach into that state of success, you have to continue in a state of expectancy. I promise you, Jeff Bezos is still in a state of expectancy. If you're already at a million dollars, you should be expecting 10 million. Live in that state of anticipation and expectation and incredible things can happen for you. Have you ever had something wonderful happen in your life that you didn't expect? Well, it's certainly possible, but oftentimes it's accompanied by a feeling like it's going to happen. When you kind of know it's going to happen, this thing is going to be happening I can feel it. I know for sure. It's important. So expect that something wonderful is going to happen for you. Continue in this expectation and let me know how it goes. Are you struggling with your expectancy? Tell me your story and maybe all of us in the comments can see what you're going through and remind you of how wonderful you really are. You can find all episodes of The Reality Revolution at therealityrevolution.com and welcome to the reality revolution.